0: My dear sons and daughters, I do not wish to be dour on this beautiful Sunday morning, but I, my guess is, many of you have heard how uh, last night many people were killed in an assault and a shooting in a mall in Texas, and early this morning a very sadly similar thing happened. Many people were killed in Dayton, Ohio. After Holy Communion, we'll sing the prayer of St. Francis, asking us to make channels of peace. I'd encourage you in. That time, after we've made Holy Communion, to really pray for a spirit of peace to come on our country and for those who lost their lives, perhaps we might briefly pray eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Indeed, my sons and daughters, it is a beautiful morning of the Lord's day, and we come before his holy altar on this Sunday that have piercing words given to us in the sacred scriptures to be mindful of the vanities of the world, to think rather of what is above and put the death to earthly and to strive to make sure that we are rich in what matters to God. And in that context, as you heard at the start of Mass, the Bishop of Madison has asked me, has indeed asked all the priests of the parishes, to talk about the importance of Catholic schools within the Diocese of Madison. And in a sense, I happily obey his request in that regard, as I myself am a happy son of Catholic schooling. Now, the point of this, just to be clear, this is not a fundraiser, so be at ease in case you're wondering we're going to go into your pockets on this one. We're not. But to simply talk about not the only, God knows, not the only, but one of the privileged ways that a Christian can enter into what you might call an integral formation of their mind and their heart, who in their studies and discipline learn skills and talents, and also how to form their minds and souls on how to become rich in what matters to God. Catholic schools are not the only way to do that, but I would argue they are a very privileged way to do that. Now it comes to us within a certain context. People come and say, oh, Father Eric, how many kids do you have in your school? And I say, zero. They say, well, isn't that a school building across the street? Yes, it is. It opened happily in the fall of 1963 and was done as a full-time elementary school in the spring of 1972. Why was that? During the immense cultural shifts between the late 60s and early 70s, you had a Massive departure of religious men and women from their orders. Now, in the United States, you have a huge Catholic school. I mean, you drive around every little small town in the Diocese of Madison, you'll find a Catholic school building there, which was staffed almost exclusively by religious men and women. So in that time of upheaval, when a huge I mean an immense number simply left. If you want to sort of, I don't want to go into all the horrors of that, there was a movie made in 1969 starring Mary Tyler Moore and Elvis Presley called A Change of Habit. I don't recommend that movie, but if you want to understand what was happening in those days, that movie tells you. Because in it, Mary Tyler Moore plays a nun who sees the betterment of the world by abandoning her vocation and her school. And that's exactly what happened. Now, a lot of places had some hardship. That's what happened in this parish. Two years after the sisters left, the pastor said, we're not doing this anymore, and closed the school. I don't judge him. He made that decision for his own lights. I have no judgment on it, because it created a lot of pressures. Now, in a very, what I would argue, is a heroic effort, a lot of lay people rose in to take those teaching positions. And so from then until now, we have schools that are staffed largely by lay professional teachers who do their best to convey Christian thought and doctrine in the integral nation of a Catholic school and do a very positive and heroic job. My first assignment in Wanakee, Wisconsin, huge Catholic school, I, had, I taught all the religion classes to the 5th and 6th graders, and so if the classes as a whole attained a certain high enough score on their final exam, then they had uh, a free like ice cream day on Father Eric. And so they happily achieved it, up all the fifth and sixth graders go, 41 students, three teachers and myself walk down the street to the ice cream store, and a beautiful spring morning at the end of the year, they all get their ice cream, I go up to pay, and the guy at the store says, wow, Father, who are these kids? I said, they're the fifth and sixth graders from St. John's Catholic School. Wow, I have never met such kind-hearted, beautifully behaved kids. I said, well, they're kids. They do well. I said, oh, Father, you haven't seen the kids from the public school. They're a nightmare. And he said to me, I am not a Catholic. I am sending my kids to your school next year. Can I do it? I said, yeah, absolutely. He sent his kids to the school next year. Two years later, they all converted and are Catholics. Right? Now, I am not here to screed against public schools. It is the right of every family to make the decisions they see by their own best lights, of course. But I will continue to contend That there is a privileged way in terms of the time given the context in which they live the spirit that they can be imbued that to convey to a young person and pray god if they go through catholic high school an integrity of formation of love for jesus christ integral doctrine and habits with the formation of their mind when i was at st paul's university catholic center the chaplaincy at uw madison We had tons of, I mean, 20, 30, 40 converts a year who had nothing to do with Catholic schools. It didn't change the fact that the brightest stars, the strongest leaders, the people who went and got all those 40 and 50 people to come into the church, guess what? They went to Catholic schools. I was on my theological workshop these last two weeks with 21 other priests. 19 of those 21 priests went to Catholic schools. Ironically, there were six priests who were converts from Protestantism. Four of them went to Catholic schools and converted that way. Now, are Catholic schools magical places? No. Do they have their trials and struggles? Yes. But on a practical level, in the the geography of the Diocese of Madison, it costs an average of $5,800 a year to educate a Catholic school student. Their counterparts in the public schools in the same geography, it costs an average of $12,900. Yet it is clear, and again, I don't say this to bash just as a point of confidence, they graduate from high school at a higher rate, they enter into university degrees at a higher rate, and we now have enough data to know that they gain a higher rate of employment. They have a higher rate of church attendance. You have the vast majority of your vocations to the priesthood and religious life. Not all, not all. That's what I'm saying. It's not a moral question. It's not exclusive. But there is a power in it. And so what we're asking is, there's a little sheet of information that has a basic encouragement and a really top ten reasons of way that we can do something to make a difference. We don't have a school here. You might not have kids who are school-aged. But there are things that we can do with our prayers, perhaps some volunteerism, perhaps some material support to help benefit Catholic schools. There are 32 kids who live in this parish whose families send them to Catholic schools. I think that is phenomenal. I have said repeatedly, if we had 10 kids in Wednesday 4th Formation because all of them are going to Catholic schools, I would be perfectly fine with that. To the parents who make that sacrifice, I believe that is a good, heroic thing to do. To the teachers who make many professional sacrifices, they are tremendously heroic in that regard as well. I wish to reiterate, it's not a moral question. Now, the first Facebook group I ever joined, some of you who remember before Facebook, the first Facebook group I joined was titled, Religious Ed Kids Messed Up My Desk on Wednesday Nights. Because I went to Catholic schools, you know, on Wednesday at the end of school, you had to shove all your stuff in your desk towards the back, so little heathens from CCD wouldn't come and steal your erasers and things like that. right? It was a little joke among you. all right. The favorite thing to do on Thursday morning was, Mrs. Smith, the CCD kid stole my whatever and I can't find it, So, There's a culture, there's a power, there's an integrity that can do it. There are immense challenges that face us. Recruiting teachers for the next generation is going to be difficult. You might be a young person thinking of going into education when you graduate from high school. And you might want to pray about God The God's going to call you to teach in a Catholic school. You might have grandkids. My mother is beating the boar down so that her two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter will go to Catholic school. Now, I, you might be a little more suave than my mother is. I won't deny that. But those encouragement, those prayers, supports that we can give. I, I don't know what everyone's available it is. There might be a certain skill you have, a certain talent you have, maybe just old-fashioned elbow grease you can give to help families and teachers and schools. Is it the only way? No. But is it a powerful and privileged way to integrally give youth a way to think and grow rich in what matters to God? Yes. It's my duty and my joy to try to make that sacrifice for every Christian family who strives to do it in their own legitimate context. As we offer the Mass today, at the request of our bishop, let's pray for those Catholic schools. You might take the sheet. In the bulletin, there's a link to a web address where you can just learn some more, understand some more. If you don't come from the Madison Diocese, go home and check it out. It can be a bright thing and a great effort for all of us to grow in knowledge and depth and become rich in what matters to God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.